Welcome to episode two of the Hockey Obsession podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Snyder. I'm coming to you the day after the first day of the NHL qualifiers. And there are a lot of different storylines already in these playoffs. And nothing was predictable about the uh, day one. Our first segment is once again, hockey headlines. First headline I'm going to get to is that Toronto Maple Leafs third-string goaltender Kashmir Kaskiswo is going to be vlogging the NHL's bubble life in Toronto and uh, just giving you a sneak peek of what kind of what kind of stuff that the NHL players are getting up to. Our second headline is that Coyotes general manager John Chaka has decided to leave the team. This is a very very interesting development as the Coyotes are coming into they're playing their first playoff game today and Cheka just decided that he wasn't gonna wasn't gonna come with he apparently he had gotten an offer to do a much more expanded role with the New Jersey Devils and the Coyotes I think they had they weren't gonna let him go something so he just decided to leave and pursue pursue that with the Devils and to add on top of that apparently that the Coyotes did not include Cheka with the Taylor Hall extensions so they had took Hall out to lunch and uh, offered him something Cheka was not present at this meeting and according to a source they offered him 7.25 million dollars a year for five years which is honestly super low for him. I would expect him, he'll probably take just a two-year deal, probably around the $9 million mark, because with the Devils, he was an all-star, and he was just, just getting into the Coyote system, and he just needed to get his footing still. Third head, or fourth headline is that I got every single... Game one prediction wrong. I predicted the Rangers, the Oilers, the Panthers, the Cana- or the Penguins, and the Jets to all win. And every single one of them lost. The scores for last night were the Hurricanes beat the Rangers 3-2. to two. The Blackhawks beat the Oilers 6-4. to four. The Panthers lost to the Islanders 2-1. to one. The Canadiens beat the beat the Penguins 3-2 in overtime, and the Flames crushed the Jets 4-1. Now time for a hockey fun fact. Our fun fact for this week is that when the San Jose Sharks held their naming contest when naming their team, they eventually landed on Sharks, but the other finalists, including Included the San Jose Screaming Squids, the San Jose Salty Dogs, the San Jose Blades, and the San Jose Rubber Puckies. I'm very glad that they decided to go with Sharks because they would have been the laughing stock of the league with any of those names. Maybe Blades would have worked, but besides that, it's just ridiculous. Now on to hockey opinions. We're going to be talking about the NHL award picks to start this opinions off. And we're going to begin with the Hart and the Ted Lindsay trophy. 
because they both have the same nominees. It's Nathan McKinnon, Artemi Panarin, and Leon Dreisaitl. Now, for these awards, I'd say both of them should go to Nathan McKinnon. Now, Dreisaitl had an incredible year. I could see him winning the Ted Lindsay because the players seem to go with the guy who gets the most points often, more often than not. I could also I could see the Panarin having a shot at the heart as well because he had I think 20 more points than the second or around 20 more points than the second highest point scorer on his team but I think McKinnon walks away with the heart for sure because he had over 40 points more than the second player on his team in points who was Kale McCarr who was a rookie defenseman he had to deal with injuries with Rantanen and Landeskog all season. And, yeah, he just had to carry the load. And he brought the uh, the avalanche all the way to being top four in the Western Conference. The next award is the Norris Trophy. The nominees for this award is Victor Hedman, John Carlson, and Roman Yossi. I got Roman Yossi for this award is he led the Predators in points this year, and he was still responsible defensively. See, Carlson, he had amazing point totals, but he was a little bit lackluster defensively compared to Yossi. A third award is the Frank J. Selke Award for Best Defensive Forward, and the nominees are Ryan O'Reilly, Patrice Bergeron, and Sean Couturier. It's usually Bergeron's award to lose, but I think he will lose it, and it'll be Sean Couturier this year. Because he led the Flyers up and down the ice. Two-way play was just unreal. He stacked up points and was a shutdown guy for the Flyers. And same with McKinnon, helped the Flyers get to top four in their conference. Next award is the Calder Memorial Trophy for Rookie of the Year, and this award, the nominees are Dominic Kubelik, Quinn Hughes, and Kale McCarr. Now, for, because this award is only regular season, it is a two-horse race between Quinn Hughes and Kale McCarr, but after the uh, five-point night that Kubelik had last night, if it was a playoff award, he'd be in the conversation because he dominated for Chicago yesterday. Now, between Hughes and McCarr, I'd say it has to go to McCarr just strictly because they both play similar style, but McCarr had more points. He had or less points, but in less games as well, right? So he had a better points per game percentage. So yeah, I'd have to go with Kale McCarr. For the Vesna Trophy, there's Andre Vasilevsky, Tuka Rask, and Connor Hellebuck. For this award, I'm kind of surprised to see Vasilevsky in here because he started the year off pretty poorly, and he just turned it up later in the year. I had him at 50 on my top 50 list, and people were not happy, but I'd say he's kind of overrated, to be honest. He's a stellar goalie, but he's not the best in the league, as some people see him. And I think the winner has got to be Connor Hellebuck. He played out of his mind. He had a 922 save percentage behind one of the worst defenses in the entire league. They finished 
fifth last in shots against. So he he had to battle through everything and they still were only like 12th in goals against. And Tukarask, he would have just as good of a shot except he played against a stellar defense with guys like Charlie McAvoy, Zidane Ochara. Guys like that just kind of makes him slip under the rug. For the Jack Adams Award, we got John Tortorella, Bruce Cassidy, and Elaine Vigneault. I was kind of surprised not to see Mike Sullivan in this because of how many injuries that the Penguins suffered throughout the season. But I think it's got to go to John Tortorella because the, he lost he lost Panarin, Bobrovsky, Matt Duchesne, Ryan Dezingle, and he still managed, using his system, he still managed to keep the Blue Jackets in the playoff race the entire time. Cassidy and Vigneault, I could see Vigneault also winning it, but I don't see it with Cassidy because it's tough to say that he's the best coach because he also has the best team. Similar to with John Cooper with the Lightning, it's tough to say, oh, you did the best because you could say a crappy coach could go behind Stamkos, Kucherov, Hedman and still do just as good. For the Bill Masterton, I said my opinions about Oscar Lindblom being nominated last in last week's podcast. And the other nominees are Bobby Ryan and Steven Johns. Now, Lindblom, he had cancer. I think he should win it next year. And he could very well win it this year, but I think he's a lock for it next year when he comes back. Steven Johns, he dealt with... He missed the whole year last year and dealt with... Um, like he dealt with concussions that led to depression and he came back from that and Bobby Ryan he suffered from alcoholism and uh he came back and he scored a hat trick in his in one of his first games back and he just seems like a brand new player i think the award's got to go to him because just how he b- battled through that is just incredible now the last award is the Lady Bing, and the nominees for this is kind of, it's very interesting because they had Austin Matthews, Ryan O'Reilly, and Nathan McKinnon, and none of the three are really known for being like calm, collect. Like Matthews had charges at the beginning of the season. McKinnon's been known as a hothead, and O'Reilly he's had some interesting things in his past as well. But out of these three, I say probably McKinnon would have to win it because it's really really difficult to give it to a guy who had charges for harassment or something earlier in the season I don't think it can go to Matthews so I'm just going to pick McKinnon now I'm going to give my opinions on the games from last night the first game of the day was the Rangers versus Hurricanes and this game got off to a really fast start within the three first three minutes there was a penalty a goal and a fight between Justin Williams and Ryan Strom. And yeah, this game was just really fast paced. It set the tone for the rest of the day and got 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 people excited online. The Oilers and Blackhawks game, I could not believe this game because I was sure that the Oilers were going to win. I was uh DMing somebody on Instagram and I was. They asked who I thought was going to win. I said, I don't think Blackhawks have a chance. And then they texted back after it was, I think it was 3-1. And um, 
then, or maybe it was 2-1, and they texted back and said, I think we spoke too soon. And then I said, yeah, but I think the, uh, because the Oilers started to pick up their pace, I was like, I think the Oilers can come back. And then as soon as I sent that, the Blackhawks scored another. I could not, and then I just said, never mind, because I can't believe that the Blackhawks just destroyed them. Like, they didn't even have a chance, but the big part into, or big part of it was Kubelik just standing on, or just being unreal, and the rest of the team, Taves had two goals. It's just the playoff experience that the Oilers don't yet have that just helped the uh, Blackhawks get through. The big storyline was in the late game was Mark Shifley getting injured on a hit by Matthew Kachuk. And it's interesting because Paul Maurice was saying that it's definitely on purpose. It's kind of tough to say that because it looked like it was a freak accident. And I think it's kind of similar to how Matt Cook, he he cut Eric Carlson's Achilles on a play. And it was a freak accident. But Matt Cook was known as a dirty player. So it's kind of difficult to tell if he was did it on purpose. But I honestly, I believe... Matthew Kachuk because he said it was an accident I believe him because he he sometimes goes on the line but I don't think he would ever try and like injure somebody to that point and you might be wondering because I'm a Penguins fan if I'm going to be getting to the Canadiens versus Penguins game and that's going to be at the end when I during uh, the segment Penn's talk our hockey hot take for the day comes from Instagram at rangers.icing, so he's a Rangers fan, and he said that Anthony D'Angelo will be a Norris candidate one day. And this is interesting, but I don't think so. I can't see it. I think it's similar to, he's a similar player to like a Keith Yandel, who he can, he'll consistently put up points, and he'll have some big years, but he'll never get a big chance at the Norris just because there's such a lack of defensive play there that I just don't see him ever having because I guess like with guys like Carlson or John Carlson and Eric Carlson they're offensive but they still have a good ability and they're not really a liability on the back end but I feel like with D'Angelo it'll he'll have to really work on his defensive play if he ever wants a chance to be a Norris candidate one day. I think he'll definitely be top 10 consistently, but I don't know if he'll ever be a top 3. Now we have hockey hometowns. For today's hockey hometown, we're going to be looking at one of the most famous hometowns, and that's Cole Harbor, Nova Scotia, home of both Sidney Crosby and Nathan McKinnon. Cole Harbor has a minor hockey team, called the Cole Harbor Wings, and a junior B team called the Cole Harbor Colts. They're the home of Pittsburgh Penguins superstar Sidney Crosby and Colorado Avalanche superstar Nathan McKinnon. I would say they're two of the top three players in the league behind McKinnon, or behind McDavid. And they also it's also the home of a guy named Craig Hillier. He was a first-round pick for the Pittsburgh Penguins. He was a goalie, but he... Ever, However, never made the NHL, but he played in the AHL for a while. And yeah, it's just one of the best development 
developing areas. Like, Nova Scotia's not known for having a ton of guys. Like, they have they have a couple. They got Brad Marchand, but he's from Halifax, I'm pretty sure. And But, yeah, they either have nobody or they're a superstar. And the final segment is Penn's Talk. I'm going to talk about the Penguins game from last night. And to be honest, I am very disappointed. And I just can't believe how that game went. I thought the Penguins were going to sweep them. Like, it was going to be a blowout. The game started, and they were killing them, honestly. Like, Price had to deal with 18 shots in the first period. And, yeah, the Canadians got off to a 2 nothing lead. And the first goal was Jesperi Kokaniami. He got pushed in by Jack Johnson. He got pushed from behind. Puck hit him in the shoulder. Went in. And then right after that, I'm pretty sure it was Nick Suzuki scored. And I... I was honestly... I couldn't believe that they let let themselves get down 2 nothing to a team that wasn't really that good. Then Sidney Crosby scored. And... That goal was unreal. So there was a delayed penalty, and he, the puck lands right by Xavier Ouellette's stick, and he lifts up his stick, bounces it off of the back of Price into the net, make it 2-1. Then the next goal, it was from... It was from... I believe it was Brian Rust scored. And yeah, for that that goal, that was that was a pretty solid goal as well. But then then came some interesting storylines because Connor Sheary he goes in on a breakaway, gets a penalty shot, and misses the net. And that's just trying to be too perfect because like then you're giving yourself zero chance at that. And then in overtime, this is actually the first time since I think 1923 there was another penalty shot in the in the playoff game because Jonathan Drouin comes, gets a breakaway, they get a penalty shot, and he comes in and he goes to the backhand and it just rolls right off his toe. He didn't even get a decent shot at all. And... So they had two penalty shots and zero shots on goal for that. Then overtime continues. It's 2-2 still. And Jeff Petrie gets a chance. And he just sniped right under the armpit of Matt Murray. And actually, I'll go back to... I had said that I wanted Jari to play. And honestly, Matt Murray, he did just fine like I didn't find there was anything wrong with his game there and yeah like I just think we just got unlucky to be honest and actually I'm gonna go back and think about Matt Murray I just remembered about my sports net fantasy team and I'm just in the how-to hockey by coach Jeremy his little league there and I for the qualifying round, I picked Connor McDavid. He had, I think, three points, and I put the Ram 
Dodge Ram double points thing on him. So I got six points from having him on my team. I had Dominic Kubelik, who is only worth one point, so I figured that's a steal. So I picked him. And I also got Ed Jake Gensel. He had an assist. And, yeah, so I, I picked Matt Murray. I figured I'd pick him because, not necessarily because he's the best goalie, but I felt the Penguins had the best chance to have three wins for sure. And it didn't start off too well. So, so yeah. All right, so that's my f- second episode of the Hockey Obsession Podcast. Thank you for listening. I'm now on Spotify and Google Podcasts. I'm not yet on Apple Podcasts. Um, the Anchor app is working on that. So, yeah, thanks for listening. Bye.